G'day guys, Blaine Treadgold here for the Far Post Perth. Welcome along to the Glory Report for Round 2, where we'll bring you this week's Perth Glory stories and look ahead to Sunday's fixture against the Newcastle Jets. Also, I'll chat to Wollongong-based Glory fan, Fraser Marnham. Let's have a look at the Perth Glory news for this week. Perth Glory went down 2-1 to the Western Sydney Wanderers in their opening fixture of the A-League last Sunday. Two goals deep in the first half from Oriol Riera and Junpei Kusuhu. Kusakami for the Wanderers saw the glory heading to the sheds at 2-0 down. Despite a late dominant surge from Perth glory in the second half, which saw the glory grab one back through a Brendan Hamill own goal in the 82nd minute, the Wanderers did just enough to hold on for the win. Here's what Kenny Lowe had to say after the match, courtesy of Fox Sports. The thing is the character to come back in the second half and to actually you know, control the game for a certain period of time to... Uh... To give our self an opportunity to actually get some out of it. Perth Glory have announced that Mitch Mallia and Jeremy Walker have joined the club on an injury replacement contracts. The duo have arrived as cover for Joel Kianese and Mark Warren, who have been sidelined by long-term injuries. Perth Glory women have announced the signing of Raquel Rodriguez Sugino, a Costa Rican international and also Sky Blue FC teammate of her very own Sam Kerr and Nikki Stanton in the U.S. National Soccer League, a glory statement said in the week. You can catch the Perth Glory women kick off their season at NIP Stadium on the 27th of October, which is looking to be an absolute blockbuster against champions Melbourne City. Reports that Perth Glory were in contention to sign young Heidelberg United striker Kenny Atu have hit some doubts with the prominent football writer Ray Gatt reporting that Atu is said to have a medical test with Melbourne Victory. That's it for all the major news stories coming out of Perth Glory this week. For the news as they hit, make sure you check out our Facebook page or Twitter. After the break on this week's Glory Report, I'll chat to Wollongong-based Perth Glory fan Fraser Marnham. You're listening to The Far Post Perth. We'll be back after this. Well, joining us now on the Far Post Perth, um, we like to get around and have a chat to Perth Glory fans all around Australia. There's plenty of them. Um, we're speaking today to Fraser Marnham. Uh, he's actually in Wollongong. Fraser, how are you going? I'm great. Thanks, mate. How are you? Yeah, fantastic, mate. Thanks for joining us. Um, no worries. Mate, it's, pleasure it's, to be here. It's an interesting, uh, interesting story. A uh, lad like yourself, obviously uh, living in Wollongong, um, a Perth Glory fan, mate. How did that? How did that come about? Uh, well, I was uh, born in Perth, and I moved over here when I was uh, about seven. And so when I started getting into football around the age of 15, 16, I started looking because I didn't feel a natural affiliation with either Perth or Sydney. Obviously, I've spent half my life in Sydney and half my life in Perth, and I 
I mean, a lot of my friends follow Sydney and a lot of them have gone on to follow West Sydney, um, you know, in the recent years. And I thought, you know, it'll just get around Perth. It's a bit different. And sometimes I've regretted it and, and sometimes I haven't. We had a, a few good uh, years, a few good games down the line. It's a good story. Obviously, being Wollongong, there's that old kind of uh, NSL connection between Perth and Wollongong and, um, you know, the infamous final and this and that. How do you find uh, getting around in your Perth glory shirt, mate? Do you get the old snide remarks uh, around around the city? Uh, not in like a Wollongong wall sense because that's fairly low-key. Like people that were Wollongong Wolves fans mostly have gone on to Sydney or West Sydney as their main club and a lot of kind of the old guard from Wolves have stuck around. So I've never really experienced anything like that. Uh, mainly just a few ribbings in the school classroom or something about the old 3-0 final or something about that. But it's never been, from a Wollongong Wolves perspective, it's mainly from a Sydney FC or a West Sydney or a Melbourne Victory perspective more than anything. So it's funny you say that, mate, because I'm going to get a bit of, uh, I'll get a bit of grief for actually bringing up that that Wollongong final, mate. It's a little bit of a swear word around the around the traps of uh, Perth Glory uh, fans. Um, mate, obviously you're heading up to Newcastle uh, this week. Um, we've uh, discovered they've given away 5,000 free tickets so far, which is not a bad little initiative by, by Newcastle to try and get some more uh, more uh, backsides on seats, mate. So what are you expecting up there, uh, up there this week? Uh, I think it's going to be a good game, judging by the way that Newcastle kicked off their campaign at Central Coast and judging by the second-half performance we had at West Sydney. So I think it's going to be, uh, you know, tight for most of it. I think I think they might just get the W, but hopefully not. Um, you know, hopefully they get a bumper crowd in. Sometimes I've watched their games and there's been a few empty seats around. But as you said, that initiative of the uh, 3,000 free tickets, I'm a very big fan of that. So hopefully there's a big crowd and hopefully it's a great game for all involved. Yeah, just on that, mate, How uh, just I'll just take that a bit of a segue I'm back to uh, West Sydney last week. Um, mate, it was a little bit disappointing, I thought, uh, and many thought we were a little bit a, a little bit flat in that first half. We seemed to push late, but it was just, um, I guess it just wasn't um, wasn't good enough um, kind of performance all round. It was uh, too little, too late. Is that the that the way you you guys saw it over there? Yeah, well, from the stands, it looked like uh, you know Chavi Torres and Diego Castro have only had a few weeks pre-season, so they're going to struggle for the first few weeks. And then Taggart looked rusty. Keo always runs his heart out, but he still looked a bit rusty. And it was just, you know, it was just a bit mishmashed all over the park. Like Reddy and Foscolero had great games, whereas Shane Lowry and you know Scott Neville and Mills struggled towards the end of it a bit. So West Sydney looked on top comfortably for the first half, and I think they kind of backed off once they had the two-nil lead, and it looked a bit comfortable. But I think it, it coming back to that fitness point, it's going to take a while for us to hit our flat. Yeah, I guess that was the uh, that was the reactions back here in Perth, uh, just going into round one, um, very much underdone. Um, we'll have a look at the uh, going ahead into Newcastle this week. Obviously, they had a massive result against their rivals, uh, Central Coast Mariners. Um, Perth uh, travels up there this week. Um, they've got their relatively uh, unchanged Newcastle. We've got Jason Hoffman uh, apparently returning from injury. And ex-Glory um, youth player Costa Petratos has been promoted um, in terms of Perth heading up there. There was some news in the week that we signed uh, two injury replacements in Mitch Malia and Jeremy Walker, who have come in for the side uh, for uh, Joel Kianese and uh, Mark Warren, who are on the long-term injury list. Um, mate, what type of changes would you like to see Perth go in with uh, this week? 
for the starting 11, if anything, I'd probably maybe look at the centre-halves. I mean, Poscalera had a great game, but against the physicality of O'Donovan, you know, you can never be too sure given, you know, height isn't his biggest asset. Uh, Shane Lowry looked a little bit uncomfortable at times. He's, you know, he had that little bit of a shank clearance, which indirectly led to the goal. And so maybe look to bring in someone like Alex Grant or um, Chavi Torres, I've heard as well, can play at the back. But I think his passing in midfield will be sorely missed after game one. He was quite excellent when he uh, did have his legs about him. Uh, personally, other than that, the, the midfield bank of four, I'd keep the same going in. And the top two, I'd keep the same as well. Maybe uh, Namil tends to be made a glass a bit. He picks up a few niggling injuries. So maybe the, uh, the new lad would sign in defence can come in for him. But it, for me, it just comes down to the fitness of players more than anything. So he be making changes this early on. Perth also without Mitch Nichols, of course, who's still suspended. Mate, let's just get a quick um, uh, idea about what do you think the game's going to, how the game's going to roll out, mate. And let's get a, let's get a sp- score prediction from yourself. Oh, I think, judging by Newcastle, how they played, uh, the the width of, that Nabu and Petrados offered, I think, you know, I hate to say it, but I think they'll get the better of us on the day, um, especially with two of our already better players looking a bit underdone. Taggart, however, he loves, he loves the goal against Newcastle, so uh, good on him for that. So hopefully he can get on the score sheet, but I think Newcastle are just going to be too good and they're just going to be riding a bit high after that big win. So I'm just going to say 3-1 for them. Taggart getting on the score sheet for us and O'Donovan, I think I don't think he's ever not scored against us. So I'd say uh, he'll be on the score sheet twice and uh, Nabu will probably get the third. Yeah, so you, you, you're feeling a bit of a buck in the trend, obviously. Uh, we've got a pretty good record up there at Newcastle. Um, Fraser Marnham, thanks very much for joining us on the Far Post Perth. Mate, it's been a pleasure. So there we have it, folks. This week, it's Perth Glory away to Newcastle Jets up at McDonald Jones Stadium in Newcastle. Kickoff is 2 o'clock in the afternoon this Sunday. That's Perth time. Um, if you're not headed along to the game and you're stuck in Perth, get down to the new home for Perth Glory fans at the Game Sports Bar, thanks to Glory Fans United. I was down there last week. It's a fantastic atmosphere. Big screen down there. Uh, I think they've got a few pint specials and a bit of bit of food on it. It's a, a good way to spend a Sunday afternoon. Um, check us out on Facebook and Twitter for all your updates and news on Perth Glory. And until next time, enjoy your football. Mm-hmm.